0: Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast. I'm Kimberly Johnson in DC. And in just a few, Steph and I are going to be chatting with Dr. Dina Grayson. We have so much to unwrap. Oh my God, impeachment is happening. Trump is in trouble and it's time to do the happy dance. Boy, that transcript that was released was damning. There is a smoking gun in it and we will get to that in a moment. But before we dig in, Start Me Up is a proud member of the Demcast Network, grassroots media by the people for the people. Visit demcastusa.com to learn more. Also, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes. I don't usually say that, but it's iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. It'd be really great if you could give the show a positive review on iTunes. Um, I haven't really talked about that very much, but we are there and we need good reviews, so that would be appreciated. Also, Start Me Up is a podcast supported by listeners. We don't have corporate funding and right now we don't use advertisers. That means the show survives on your support. Please consider becoming a patron for any dollar amount. And you know what? When you just sign up for a dollar, you'll get each podcast in your email box. And that's an inexpensive way to see if the show is for you. And later on, you can upgrade if you want. Come on, you pay more for lattes. $5 gets you into End Another Thing. That segment we record at least twice a month. And just for those who aren't really aware of this show, aside from political discussion, I occasionally interview actors about their craft. I used to be an actor many, many moons ago. I worked on Days of Our Lives for seven years. I studied the Meisner technique for almost a decade. And I've been really fortunate enough to talk to actors like Vincent D'Onofrio, Kristen Johnston, Holland Taylor, and Kirk Acevedo. Um, anyway, take a listen to some of the shows. If you like what you hear, sign up at Patreon.com/slash Start Me Up. Now, let's rejoice in the good news of the week. And here we all are. We have Steph and Dr. Dina Grayson. So, hello, Steph. Hi. And hello, Dina.
1: Hi. It's great to be here.
0: Yes, I'm. Uh, we've been wanting to talk to you forever, and we've had scheduling conflicts, and so. Not only do we get to talk to you today, we we get to talk to you today when there's a smoking gun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it seems, well, every day on the Trump Titanic, there's yet another smoking gun. Yeah, You know, it's sort of uh, uh, your daily dose of treason. It's
0: yeah. ridiculous. Absolutely. And it's just, it's glorious because I, you know, it's funny because my boyfriend, Bob Suska is wondering if there is somebody in the White House who is basically throwing Trump under the bus by releasing this transcript and telling him, oh, there's nothing to worry about. And and then, you know, it's released and Trump thinks there's nothing to worry about. Now, I don't know if this is true. I don't know what's going on with him, but there seems to be a a quid pro quo. Well,
1: absolutely. I think first, let's go back to what you talked about, someone in the White House. I mean, I I think Trump has had people in the White House and in, in his in the Oval Around him, that certainly have um, well leaked things through the media. Mm-hmm. That that certainly occurs in this case, though. What I actually think is happening here is the lessons learned from the release of the Mueller report in a bad way. So they saw that they were able to get out in front of that by spinning a bunch of lies, right? So mm-hmm. first, this mm-hmm. never happened. Then, well, collusion might have happened, but collusion's not a crime, and it's not, you know. So it's like it's like treason's not a crime. So <laughs> yeah. they, they're doing they're doing the same thing here, right? So you you had the exact same thing happening. You now have Rudy Giuliani, a god of all people, out <laughs> oh there my blabbing Lord, is he and, admit, and admitting to, you know, yeah, Donald Trump extorted the president of Ukraine for a couple hundred million bucks, but, you know, what's a little extortion amongst friends? And um, <laughs> so what? He's digging up dirt on a political rival because there's nothing wrong with that except, sure. gee, Don Jr. was charged with that crime and got off because Basically, the DOJ said he was too stupid to charge with crime. <laughs> yeah. I've never, God, I've never seen that happen. So it was, you know, we all know what happened here. Bill, a sitting president cannot be indicted, right? Unfortunately, you know, no DOJ official wants to make their career on indicting Trump's kids, the, you know, the spawn. Mm-hmm. And then you have, of course, Bill Barr running around shutting everything down. Yeah. So it's total corruption. Um, and, it's it's obvious what's happening. So I, I actually think that this is gaslighting that Trump's doing. Like, oh, it was a perfect discussion. Now you read this and it's like you've got the Ukrainian president specifically asking about the aid. Mm-hmm. And Trump's like, so, yeah, but although you need to kind of do me a favor.
0: Though, though, right. <laughs> though,
1: though, right. yeah, though, I mean, it's though. <laughs> And as Michael Cohen testified, and I was sitting just a couple of feet yes. behind him. Yes, you during were. During that testimony. Oh. <laughs> By I the way, going, Yes, you, you
2: You you kept me alive that day. Like, I kept, look. you were like, the, like you know, when, when when you're a public speaker, they say, look for what you like. That'll kind of keep you grounded, right? And I kept going right to your yeah, precious we all did. face and your perfect hair and the facial expressions <laughs> you were making all day long. It was glorious yes, anyhow. Yes, we loved that.
1: Well, I I appreciate that. You know, it's... Uh, uh, very much happenstance that I was sitting in that seat. But, uh, you know, and I wasn't, people who know me, I wasn't, I, I, that is how I react to things. I just, I'm a, I, I use emojis in my tweets, as you know. I'm a very sort of, uh, I, you know, emotionally emotive kind of person. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I was just reacting to this stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, the eye rolls. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and you have Matt, you have Matt Gates, who's not even Ugh. on The committee who's glowering in the corner and very looking looking right at Michael Cohen in a very threatening manner. I'm like taking pictures, which my husband texted me. He's like, you need you better you better stop because I can see your camera on TV. And (laughs) I'm, you know, and and if one of the Republicans complains, you know, they're going to kick you out. I'm like, "Ooh, OK. Better put that away. Uh, (laughs) You know, but when I saw him in the room, though, I don't think people originally noticed. And I, I saw him. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Why is he here? Yeah, and you know you don't see committee you don't see committee members attending their own hearings full length unless the TV cameras are rolling. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. They come in and out. They're busy. Let alone a non committee member standing. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh, there's my no God. and there's no Crazy. bottom to this this whole team treason Trump nightmare. Right. And this this
0: transcript is just of one call, and it's not necessarily a transcript. It's supposed to be some kind of like. Um, Real. Right um, now. But that's one call. That's just mm-hmm. one piece of the puzzle. And this whistleblower said that there are many other different events that caused alarm. So it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds in the days ahead. And now that we're going into in for uh, I'm sorry, formal <laughs> impeachment. Um, I'm just like, what do you think is going to happen, Dina? Do you think that um, because like there's you know, the, there's the idea right now that. If we find out, first of all, in November, we're gonna get um, records from Deutsche Bank, and we're likely gonna find out that Trump laundered like so much money, hundreds of millions of dollars for the Russians. So you can add that to what we've got right now with whatever else is coming out. So the fact that yesterday, Mitch McConnell allowed this vote to go through the Senate for getting the whistleblower. um, Unanimous consent. right? Um, unanimous consent to now. What now? Was that to get the whistleblower to talk to Congress or release release his release the transcript this transcript? No, okay. no,
1: actually, it's the whistleblower complaint complaint. There's Thank you. Things. Oh, the complaint. Yeah. So, the complaint. So I, there's well, there's so much to discuss here. So we, you know, my gosh. Sorry, um, it's so confusing. I don't even know how much Daint. time we have. But <laughs> so, with respect to the Senate, let's start there. You know, you have to look at the Republicans and their motivations. You've got some who are truly like the complicit. Devin Nunez types that are Mm -hmm. inside the truck train, but most of them are just cowards. You've got—they're just afraid to say anything because they know if they speak up, they're done. Their career is over because they're going to go the way of a Justin amash Okay, who's in a very safe Republican district? You know, bye, bye, Felicia. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. So, so when you saw unanimous consent, what I think happened here. Now, some people will tell you, well, it's because there's a law and Congress passed the law and it's sort of the egos Yeah, for some. But I think what really happened is that they caught wind of what was in that transcript mm-hmm. and it was go- And you could tell it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. There's clearly a pipeline this is there's a pipeline of leaking going to the press drip drip mm-hmm. drip mm-hmm. and when is the next shoe going to drop so mm-hmm. you can either get out in front of it yeah and say we demand the whistleblower complaint as required by law that goes to the intelligence committees or it's all going to come out and that crap's going to end up on you mm-hmm. and you know this just like watergate right so the cover-up was worse than the crime right well yeah you know, here i don't know what's worse than <laughs> yeah, treason <really. laughs> cover-up of treason i still go with treason yeah Oh, my yeah. God.
0: So um, do you, now, now, do you think because McConnell allowed this vote to go through and then it was unanimous. Um, so let's say that we have we go through the impeachment inquiry and then he is impeached. Now, he could be a huge drag on the Republican Party. And, and do you think there's a possibility that Mitch McConnell would you know, pull the same thing that happened to Nixon. Like, you've got to leave or we're going to force you out. Now, and this is what I was thinking. First of all, I know that there are state crimes that he can't be pardoned for, but there are also federal crimes. And so like Mitch McConnell could say, if you don't leave, we've got probably, you know, I'm sure he has some kind of blackmail information on Trump. So he could say, We've got blackmail uh, information on you that we will release if you don't leave. And in order for you to leave quietly, um, we pr- we'll, we'll pardon you. Do you think that that, that could <laughs> no. Even happen?
1: No, no, and first of all, yeah, no, that won't happen. First of all, McConnell can't promise a pardon. Only a president can pardon. Uh, but no, I don't think that's gonna happen at all. And I, I, um, I, I, I don't see Trump leaving before the end of his term, mm-hmm. um, unless, unless what happened, so if you go back and look at Nixon, Nixon's approval rating was at 68% when the impeachment inquiry started, Mm -hmm. but it was a very slow drip, 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 drip. And about a year in, then his approval rating is where Trump's is now, okay? Sort of the upper 40%. It was only after the, what did the president know? When did he know it? Where you saw his approval rating, the magical line is around 25%. And the reason for that is you've gotta get into the Republican support. So that's why nationally, once you get around 25%, that means you're close to 50% of Republicans. That's the tipping point because most districts are gerrymandered, Mm -hmm. right? Now the Senate's gerrymandered the Senate, but McConnell wants to hang on to power. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna do anything to rock the boat. You know, this is is the train they are on. And that's, you know, I think, you go back to what Lindsey Graham said a long time ago, before he went golfing with Trump and, uh, yeah, and did a 180 for mm-hmm. whatever right. reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But he said, you know, if we nominate Trump, we will be destroyed mm-hmm. and we will deserve it. Yeah. And he's right mm-hmm. because this is the nature of the beast. He Trump is not only the leader of the free world, God help us all. He's mm-hmm. the leader of our country. God help us mm-hmm. and the rest of the world, but also of the Republican party. And well, well, tell family. I'm, I'm not code, I'm kidding. But you know, <laughs> but, but, I, I, I have, a, I love a lot of Republican folks. I don't mean that personally, but you know, at this point it's like, guys, this is what you picked Yeah. you knew going in um, you know, the Deutsche bank records just to bring, bring that up. I mean, yes. I, I'm not, I don't think they're going to show his money laundering. I think what they're going to show is that, you know, his loans came through a very unusual way. So normally you do a commercial real estate loan. You go through the commercial real estate group, Donald Trump's loans. were going through the personal wealth group, you know, managed, of course, by former scotus justice anthony kennedy's son bizarre and they went through this bizarre approval process that went to up to the board of deutsche because again you know he didn't have personal wealth this Mm -hmm. is a guy who had declared bankruptcy five six times and yet his Mm -hmm. loans were coming through this group this is the same group at deutsche that got busted for laundering a ton of russian mob cash Mm -hmm. Uh, that is allegedly what is going to be unearthed is that who was backing trump's loans the money laundering aspect—you you don't need to leave the shores of the United States. You just look at Trump Soho, mm-hmm. his you know luxury condos in New York. Seventy percent of the units bought in all cash transactions through anonymous
3: LLCs—classic
1: hmm. money laundering. South Florida over a hundred million dollars just from Russians alone right. went into his buildings in South Florida. They call it a Little Moscow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that part of it I think is I that that's. That's part of it, but I, I, I think that the, the problem that the, that Congress has is that most folks in America, they, they've they already made up their mind about Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this this election in 2020 is a referendum on him, and most people, they, you look at his polling, his unfavorables are sky high, mm-hmm. his favorables are keep getting lower and lower, but they're not gonna get lower than a certain number because he has his base, yeah. but his base is right. slowly shrinking. And you need a story you, that people Dina? can grasp and understand right yeah money Money laundering is complicated so but here's a transcript he extorted the Ukrainian president for help to dig up dirt on a political rival that sounds kind of bad yeah in exchange you know in exchange for hundreds of millions of dollars of aid that was approved by Congress Mm -hmm. and he schemed in advance with his aides to withhold that aid
2: Hang on one sec. That sounds kind of bad for sure. But does that sound kind of bad to the base? I don't think the base cares that he extorted the Ukrainian president. I don't think the base cares really because they don't understand um, the implications of taking our U.S. dollars to extort
1: another world leader. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't think they I don't, I, mean, I don't even think they believe. I think it's simpler than that, Stephanie. I just don't think they believe it. I think they believe whatever right. Trump spews them, and tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Trump can contradict himself and they don't care. Yeah. It's like Trump right. said before, there was nothing that, he never did this. He never talked about Biden. And now right, you see, right. of course he talked about Biden. And he's directly asked, a, a, you know, the leader of a foreign country, this is not a, and by the way this is not a close ally of ours. Mm-hmm. I mean there's a long right. history with Ukraine. It's a complicated history right. depending on who's the leader right. if it's a Putin puppet or not. I mean it's this is a very complicated region of the world. And now you're you're you know after what happened in 2016 we know that Trump clearly knows that it is illegal to solicit <laughs> campaign help from a foreign national. There was two, intel- two intelligence officials turned over a criminal referral to DOJ. No surprise, mm-hmm. Bill Barr quashed it regarding this. this just, right, you know, yeah. this, this whistleblower complaint. You know, I, so I, you know, Trump is lawless. He doesn't care. Right. I agree with you. I just, I think it's simpler. Like his followers, they just don't believe it because Trump will say, they will just say, no, you know, no, no collusion. I did nothing wrong, and they'll go, yeah, see, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's like almost like a cult. It really is. It is. I mean, yeah, it's you absolutely. You have to be sure. programmed.
0: Yeah, I think that, I mean, you know, there's a certain part of his base that will never be um, convinced of anything other than what Trump says. But then there's also, you know, those voters who voted for Obama, but then they voted for Trump because they felt like they were able to put the fact that he's a racist, sexist man who mocks disabled journalists aside. and, And these people who, you know, maybe voted for Obama felt like in the you know, Obama years, they didn't get ahead and they just figured, well, we're gonna try this business guy and see what can come of that. And a lot of those people are disgruntled now and they're like, I hate Trump. And then there's also like the farmers and then and then add to all of this, if we do hit a recession before uh, the election, that's going to really be bad
1: for him, too. So, well, um, huh. so Kimberly, I, one thing I would just I, I think one of the misnomers, though, is people think and have this illusory independent voter who's like the swing voter. It's actually that's a very much sort of like a, a zebra. You have to look at the hooves. Mm-hmm. Right, we hear hooves. You think it's, you know, the classic medical school story. So, you know, the medical student hears hooves outside the window and they think it's a zebra. But in fact, it's a horse. So and the reason I say <laughs> that is that if you really look in these swing states, really you know, when you look precinct by precinct, a lot of what happened was not people changing their minds. It was that different groups of people voted. Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of Democrats who the vote was actively suppressed by things of you know whether that's in african-american communities of voter suppression um tactics with respect to hillary clinton you had voter suppression amongst um young liberals white liberals um with kind of the the bernie bots uh uh that you know the online trolls that were you know p- pushing bernie as we know that mm-hmm. the, you know, the, i'm not saying bernie didn't anything to do with it it's just that this came out of russia right uh and um, so you, you, you had voter suppression, but then you also had a guy like Trump who had near universal name recognition because of you know, being on uh, The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So these are you know, something, he was somebody, he was a known entity. And I do think you're right. There was this, you know, I think, a rightful um, disgruntlement by many folks middle-class Americans who feels like the system has been corrupted and it wasn't helping them. And they wanted something different. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think he was kind of the perfect con man to step in and say, yeah, it's gonna be me. And I, I do think that's part of it, but I, I, I think these are different voters. And now what has happened, and if you look in those swing states, Trump's disapproval rating, that is, is it's like, you know, 57%. Wow. That's high. Yeah. These are people, they don't like Trump. Yeah and they're gonna vote and that is not good for mr trump that is that's very bad news for him and he's got to he's got to focus on and that's why his his behavior i think has become more blatant and the dog whistles right right because he's got to appeal to his base he's got to get them to vote for him because that's all he's got left
0: (laughs) <laughs> you know, Barbara McQuade uh, posted on Twitter. That's, she said, "The Ukraine, the Ukraine matter seems to have broken through with the public in a way Russia scandal never could. The Mueller investigation was like an onion with too many layers. This is more like a rotten tomato. Every can, un- everyone can understand that it stinks." Um, and I kind of posted something along these lines last night. Just that I think right now, um, public, you know, with with the onslaught of all these Democrats in the House voting for impeachment and, you know, big, big talking heads out there, uh, whether it's Democrats like John Lewis or if it's just, you know, pundits or presidential candidates calling for impeachment. It's like there's this wave now and we've got to hold on to this wave because it's going to be crazy town. We're going to be going through so much crap until the election. And I think that it's really important right now that Democrats keep hold of the narrative and make Trump answer to us as opposed to us always running around and going, no, that's not true. No, that's right. I mean, he's going to do it. He's going to say all kinds of things. You're
1: right. And I I think you're right, Kimberly. I think, you know, what you said and what Barb McQuaid said, and I I definitely have a lot of respect for her, uh, is, is spot on. I think this is something where it's just like Watergate. You didn't have... People were like, okay, so what? Like this whole weird thing, like the plumbers, who are they? They're breaking into some Watergate place. What's that? What does the DNC have to do with this? They stole their materials. Now, at least back in you know Watergate, it wasn't like then the media came in and said, wait a minute, what's the DNC hiding in there that the Republicans had to break in and steal it? You know I mean? yeah. right? I mean? That, that's, that was an area, oh, but her email is not. Wait a minute, Trump asked Russia to hack her emails and her emails got hacked. Wait a minute, that sounds really bad. You know, so I I <laughs> yeah. agree with you. It's, it's 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 really complicated and there's too many pieces to put together and the drip drip drip. Yeah. You know, I've been following the story closely and the the you know, to, to prove a, a criminal conspiracy in a court of law is very difficult. And that's basically what Mueller said. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of quote unquote collusion to see. It was right there in plain sight. But proving a criminal conspiracy is very difficult to do. However, going back to our situation and the Watergate. Once you had the smoking gun tape Mm -hmm. of Nixon himself. And in this case, now we have a transcript of Trump himself doing this kind of behavior that Michael Cohen said, look, he speaks in code. He doesn't come out and say, you're not going to get the money unless you give me the dirt. But that's what he was saying. Anybody can read that. And we're probably going to hear it by the way, Mm -hmm. at least Congress is going to hear it. I hope they play it in a hearing that we all hear it with a translator translating the Ukrainian Mm presidents. If he's assuming he spoke Ukrainian and not English, this will be a damning situation for Trump. And I, that's why it comes down to, that's why I think the Republicans, I mean, you can't get them unanimously to agree that they like chocolate (laughs) with the Democrats, but they vote, you know, unanimously to release this. That's because they're like, okay, yeah. Mm-mm. And you know, you have well, the, on the appointed wall. inspector general of the intelligence community. Trump, picked, this is his, his hand picked IG. Yeah. Who referred a criminal complaint to DOJ. That is really, really, really bad for Mr. <laughs> Trump. Yeah, it,
0: it is really bad. Do you, so, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you think we're going to go through this impeachment and inquiry? And I mean, how do you think it's gonna work out? For, I mean, do you think Republicans are gonna go down to 25% support?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, I do think that this is gonna be a drip, drip, drip. So one of the things that I think Pelosi wisely did is, is you know she separated this out amongst the, the various committees that are investigating Trump. So whether that's financial services, intelligence, obviously judiciary, who's gonna quarterback the whole situation. But you can leverage all these different committees, which I think is valuable because it's all hands on deck, right? We don't have a lot of time. I think Congress is only in session another 30 days through Mm -hmm. the end of the year. And we have elections coming up. So I think this is going to be a drip, drip, drip. Uh, I I don't – I don't – I would be – we'll see if there's actually an impeachment vote before the 2020 elections. I don't know about that. We're – you Know we're not that you think about it, we're what 15 months on even no 13 months, we're 13 and a half months away from the elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that, that you know, I don't know, I think it's going to be a lot of drip, 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 and and so whether or not that vote happens is going to depend upon public opinion, yeah, and you know, and that's that's the true reality. I think the bellwethers. Well, first of all, backing up, I mean, Pelosi has some strongly entrenched feelings about impeachment that I I know about from just sort of, you know, prior knowledge with my husband being in Congress. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to interact with uh, then minority leader, but now Speaker Speaker Pelosi on multiple occasions. And Mm -hmm. she has... You know, personally, a strong aversion to impeachment, having been through the Clinton era impeachment. And this is not something I, you know, she views it as really a political weapon. She doesn't. She saw how divisive it was for the country. Understandably, we're in a different era where it's Trump's behavior and, you know, treacherous acts are so divisive. But I think she also wanted to protect the members that came out earlier this week of course with their op-ed the seven members Uh from swing districts you know six of which those districts were won by trump these were former military former intelligence um officials professionals and they came out in in support of impeachment because of this ukrainian thing because for them it's very clear it's very obvious what he's doing he's and that was enough for pelosi that's why you saw the respected john lewis give his speech i mean they were they were kind of waiting and i you you know and also biden said hey if he did this he's got to be he's got to be these are impeachable offenses there has to be an impeachment inquiry so that was clear the 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 democratic establishment finally realized okay this is something that is you got to do it because if we don't i mean the guy's shredding up our constitution and i you know i'm i'm very very happy that finally they launched it but i my my prediction is you're going to see a lot of investigations a lot of hearings and then dependent upon what you know how things go and what actually is in this whistleblower complaint i mean there were supposedly i think eight things yeah, eight, eight instances yes very no one troubling. knows what's in there and yeah, yeah. Uh, let's find out. I mean, um, from what I understand, this Uk- the Ukrainian thing is sort of like it's bad, but my understanding is what's in there is much worse. Hmm. Yeah. So I right. uh, but I don't know. I mean, This it's coming from intelligence professionals saying this. So I, you know, I don't know. Is that the truth? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't have any. In- you know, I, I don't have any insight into it. But based upon how Trump's acted before. I, you know, he spoke with Putin during this exact same time period that he spoke to the Ukrainian president. What did he promise Putin? We still don't know. Yeah. He tore up the translator's notes. Yeah. I mean, Helsinki, he looked like a whipped dog mm-hmm. coming out there with
0: Putin. <laughs> yeah. Um, geez, this is all so, it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, it's totally insane. Um,
1: then there's I, also the, we're living you know, we, we've yeah, had some we, bad presidents we've had some really bad presidents you know and and you guys know me i mean i'm a progressive liberal so uh, based on purely partisan you know political political reasons and you know and that we've had corrupt presidents etc that i just couldn't right. stand but not once did i think that the, that they were a traitor to our country right, like i don't right, you know right, I, I think right. that you can be a pa- i'm a patriotic liberal and that's the first part of my profile on twitter and I, that that's how i feel i don't think either party has the patent on patriotism you know I, and that's why we're this wonderful democratic nation that we are where we could have different ideas and mm-hmm. thoughts and we celebrate that even if we say i hate what you think But i love that you can think that and express that in this country that's a wonderful thing right i've never thought that we had truly had a traitor sitting in the oval office that invited the russians into (laughs) the oval office that is so bad that Mm -hmm. if you noticed okay you know when a president comes in they get to pick out new curtains and Mm -hmm. furniture and all that kind of stuff and they redo everything so right after that meeting happened which was what february a month or so I mean, after that, Trump was inaugurated. Barely. They, yeah. They, they, yeah. He had to like get, had, had to get out of the Oval Office. Right. They had to get out of the Oval Office. You want to know why? They had to gut the entire Oval Office. Wow. Bugs. I mean, like the the, the electronic kind. Yeah. You don't invite people like that into the Oval Office. Right. My God. And you have the Resolute right. Desk there, and I kept thinking to myself, "Oh my God, you know what? It, what you know the Resolute Desk that's been there." forever yeah you you, you you know what if the russians put a bug there i mean oh my god right i it, 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 it's 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 happening in plain sight it, and, oh then, and then and then there's the story mercy. that came
0: yeah the story that came out uh yesterday about giuliani pursued shadow ukraine agenda as key foreign policy officials were sidelined
1: oh right, right and trump, even, he, told, trump and, even told the ukrainian president work with rudy
0: yeah R- work, work with, with rudy, rudy. Work with and then rudy, did you does he
1: have national security clearance and then dig up dirt on my political rival and by the way rudy admitted this morning on fox and friends uh on fox news he admitted that he was read the transcript of the call now okay what he, he got a he got read the transcript of the call before congress did say what yeah
0: wow this is all just crazy
1: I mean, uh, This is what corruption looks like. Yeah. This is what corruption looks like. And, you know, I, it's, you're right. I mean, you've got his, you've got Trump's cronies that are driving foreign policy. I think that um, Rexon Tillerson, as I called him, you know, (laughs) Drillerson, (laughs) the former Secretary of State, Rexon. He, you know, he allegedly called Trump an effing moron. and this was not a guy that was really looking to expand State Department's footprint. I mean, he was making cuts and he was a disaster to the Department of State. And by the way, my husband was on the House Foreign Affairs Committee for a number of years. So, you know, I, 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 this is something that, I, you know, I believe that and I know that our Department of State does a tremendous job in diplomacy and keeps the world a safer and better place and keeping us out of conflict and wars. And even Rexon says, you know, he's an effing moron and mm-hmm. Trump's Trump's doing things. He's got, you know, Jared, secretary of everything, Kushner, who is completely unqualified and is, you know, they to a total disaster. Mm-hmm. You have Ivanka, who is wants to be president desperately and who's sort of the see, I call her the seeing eye daughter. You know, <laughs> and she's she's running around doing whatever she's doing with foreign leaders. I mean, just, you know, just bizarre, stunning, shocking, embarrassing, horrible, corrupt. Um, uh, Yeah, Yeah. we're in a strange world. Who,
2: Who do we think the whistleblower is? This is I'm, I'm just hoping to God it's a woman
1: because I've maintained from
2: when 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 the women on the World Cup team started very openly talking about their distaste and their dislike and, and how they would never grace the the White House and and Trump with their presence. Um, I was like, women are going to take him down. And so I'm, I'm wondering who that whistleblower is you know who has yeah, the, i don't has know the it could balls, be a, could so be a military
1: person like mm-hmm. a colonel in the military um, it could be you know a military intelligence it could be somebody within one of the intelligence agencies could be somebody on the national security council uh, that, that you know that's certainly one potential hmm. area um, i don't know hmm. um, it's clearly somebody who has inside information yeah. again i think we need to stress that trump's own. He got to pick his own inspector general. Yeah. This person said, found the whistleblower complaint to both be credible and urgent. And urgent is a legal mm-hmm. designation that then says, then this complaint must by law go to Congress. It mm-hmm. must go to the intelligence committees. Trump's own appointed person. And we know that at least part of this complaint includes Trump himself, you know, and that there were eight separate incidences this is really really bad i mean they mm-hmm. congress so members of congress were briefed on this republican and democrat as well and then the next day that's when you had mcconnell do his reversal with okay <laughs> we completely cave yeah. unanimous consent so i you know i i don't know what else is in there I, again intelligence officials certainly have suggested some of them publicly, that they think what's in there is far worse than what we've seen thus far. But um, oh, what, sure what was is. the promise? Have we, we haven't seen a promise yet. Remember, we were told, and at least according to the Washington Post, excellent reporting on this, mm-hmm. that there was some sort of promise that Trump made, someone.
0: To the Ukraine hmm. president, or just in We, don't, we right. don't know, okay. and oh, we that's don't right. Okay. know,
1: right, Kimberly? Yeah. So, so that, and I, that's why I point out, he spoke with good old Vlad Putin, Right in the same time period that is being referenced in you know this early July time frame, that is what. So and then right after uh, he spoke with Putin, we we withdrew from um, one of the arms treaties, the INF, the Intermediate uh, yes. Range Nuclear Missile Treaty. So yeah. this was right. So was this part of it? I do. We, I don't know. And I, that's why we Congress needs to know now. Right. I mean, by law they have right. to know and. You know, that that to me is why this is so alarming, that Trump, this is not a um, bipartisan committee, something like that. This would be like, um, oh, I don't know, uh, SDNY, Trump's own picks, that? the the, um, part of DOJ in the Southern District of New York, deciding to investigate, oh, Trump org, oh, wait, that's happening, because it's Mm -hmm. really bad, right? So you're starting to see that when the crimes are that blatant and that bad, that you had, there are good patriotic Americans. Trump could not, I guess, find enough corrupt people to do his bidding, like a Bill Barr, who is a very powerful piece on the chessboard for Mr. Trump. Unlike Sessions, you know, we can yeah. say what you will about Jeff Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, yeah. and I have my major differences. The guy is he's not a traitor, right. you know, he wasn't gonna blatantly break the law and, and actively cover up for, for Trump. And that's mm-hmm. so he did the right thing. He recused.
0: So so but, many of them are willing to break the law or at least not break the law. I mean, there so many seem to still be willing to um,
1: carry his water. And it's got it's I yeah. mean, right. You know, there, yes. And yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's exactly why Trump picked them. Remember, Bill Barr wrote this opinion piece of all the reasons why Trump couldn't be impeached. A treatise on why Trump could not be sorry, Trump could not be indicted. Right. Well, uh, whoa! Sucker, he becomes the you know the attorney general, and immediately Mueller's like, okay, we're done here, nothing to see here, and you know Mueller is going to be a company man, he's going d- d- to toe the party line, but you know Mueller said in every way he could through legalese that. And and you know he's a he's he's a dry kind of speaker. He's not mm-hmm. a dynamic kind of guy. I mean, you know, when he testified, he he made it clear that Trump, what Trump did was criminal behavior, but mm-hmm. he couldn't charge him because of the LLC opinion. Even though later he said, well, that wasn't really why I didn't charge him. Okay, is that because Bill Barr told you not to? It's just whereas when you have a Michael Cohen who comes in and testifies, that was like a scene from The Godfather. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was because everyone looks
1: at him and and <laughs> thinks, my God, this. He looks kind of like a mob guy. Yeah. He sounds like kind of a mob mm-hmm. guy. So does Trump. Totally. Wow. This is really bad.
0: Well, they are mob guys. I mean, they've, they've been running around with, <laughs> you know, with the Russian mob and, and who knows who they're dealing with in New York. I'm just I'm so curious as to. Well, and also when I say carrying water, I don't mean just the guys that Trump handpicked. I'm talking also, you know, the, the, the uh, Leslie Leslie. What, why can't I think of his name? I just call him Leslie. Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay Graham. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Graham. Lindsay, and- <laughs> Lynn, Leslie, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> Lindsay and all the rest of them. And it's like, I just wonder what it's going to take, you know, because some of these people. Well, Lindsay, I, I,
1: you know, I wonder about good old Lindsay. So, you know, Lindsay is and with John. Lindsay's closest friend in the Senate was John McCain. They were right. they were buds. Yeah. Okay. And, and those two, um, you know. Massive Russia Hawks. Yeah. And Lindsey hated Trump. And then McCain's really, really, really sick. They're on his deathbed. Suddenly, Lindsey goes golfing, and I saw that press conference. And he's sitting there. I'm like, first of all, why are they having a press conference after they went golfing? That mm-hmm. was weird. That was just odd. They were, they were you know, whatever, an informal little... Not a press conference, but, you know, a spray when the media is there and they spoke. And Lindsay was completely deferential and just say, yes, oh, the president's such a great golfer. And so I'm just obsequious about it. I thought, this is weird. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: I mean, it's got to be some kind of compromise. Now, do you think the, comp- let's say he's compromised. Do you think he's compromised via Trump or Russians? Or both?
1: Um, <laughs> both. If it was via Russians, it would be indirect, like they hacked stuff and they have. Right, right. Know, right. So that, but do I think that he's been conspiring with Russia? No, no, not Lindsay. No, Lindsay. Lindsay's a former JAG. And yeah. I, th- I think Lindsay is a patriot. I I, I think that, But like
0: who would go to him? Because clearly his tune changed, right? You know, he went from Trump's going to well, destroy us right. all to I, I love Trump. right, and this
1: conversation that Trump had with him. Right. And, but where did Trump get that information? I don't right. know. Right. Would, would I put it past Mr. Trump to extort Lindsey Graham? No. No, I wouldn't put it past him. Hell no, no. He just did. He just did. He just extorted the president of, of Ukraine. So yeah. um, I think it's very plausible. Now, do do I know that he did that? No, but I certainly saw Lindsey Graham literally do a 180. Yeah. Um, and this was far enough into Trump's presidency that it wasn't like okay trump's president and if i want to pass my agenda i got to get on on board i mean this was many 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 months later so i don't know what's going on there but only only you know a couple people do but boy I wouldn't i wouldn't put it past trump i'm not saying he did but at all I, right. I i you know i don't have any evidence of it but um
0: but it sure looks suspicious
1: <laughs> it, it it definitely does and i mean you know I, I you know i think it would be interesting to ask somebody like michael cohen yeah and, you know, and by the way, with this whole Ukrainian thing, you know, Cohen's been cooperating with prosecutors. And there's a there, you remember that Cohen and, and others were part of that whole scheme to bring the supposed Ukraine peace deal, which was Russia's deal. Like, mm-hmm. like, give us everything and drop the sanctions against Russia. That was their peace deal. Uh, so Cohen was kind of part of that whole plot and scheme. So, I, you know, this Ukrainian thing is um it's messy. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. But in this, in this, in this scenario, I think you know, as you both pointed out, Stephanie and uh, and Kimberly, that this is a clear story. You got Trump extorting yeah. the, a foreign leader to dig up dirt on a political rival. That stinks to high heaven. Whether or not it's illegal or not, um, because DOJ claimed they couldn't value place value on digging up dirt. Uh, yeah, because it's priceless. That's why. <laughs> anything above twenty-five thousand dollars is a felony. Yeah, that's the law. Um, but you know, these are sort of soft white-collar crimes that are rarely prosecuted. Uh, poster child for this, Don Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, we've got to literally have his signature on the checks. And by the way, that you know, everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's because it was Stormy Daniels, this, that, and the other." No, no. Uh, you know, this was money to. Pay for polling. It, it, anyway, that was clearly a crime, not coming from foreign foreigners, but coming from a co- from a from a company. Yeah. Same thing. Same same level of a uh, dollar amount goes for foreigners. So, uh, you know, I, it's a, But people see it as wrong. They just mm-hmm. ethically go. You know, wait. You don't. You don't go to like the Ukrainians and say dig up dirt. You you don't do that. Like, that's just wrong. And I think most Americans, other than, you know, the red hat wearers the you know, part of the cult 45, they, they see this. They're just like, this is bad.
0: How do you think how do you think presidential candidates should be handling this in the 2020 election?
1: I think you know. I think Elizabeth Warren's strategy um, has been spot on. You just focus on the corruption. It's mm-hmm. the corruption, stupid, because that's the common thread. Whether mm-hmm. it's extorting foreign leaders to dig up dirt on a political rival, whether it's laundering money for the Russians for decades through his, you know, through his casinos and his real estate, you, you know, you can go on and on and on and on about the corruption. I think that's how you focus on it and saying we have to end this, and we're going to expose it. I think that's what the Democrats should be doing. That should be, and and that's what you're seeing. They're Mm -hmm. saying, look, this is, you had these very moderate Democrats who came out earlier this week. That's when Pelosi finally said, okay, we have to do this. She had a, you know, above 60% or caucus, but it was who, who were those people? Right. Yeah. You had people in Trump districts that said, we gotta, we've got to investigate this. We have a, a constitutional obligation. That's right. That we need more Justin Amashas. We need more courageous Republicans who are willing to put their job on the line, uphold their constitutional oath, and investigate this guy.
0: Well, yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm curious about. You know, I'm like, how many more Justin Amashas are going to emerge?
1: And when do they emerge? Right now, he, Mitt Romney, at least, did say if he did this, this is really, really bad. But would Mitt Romney vote to convict on impeachment? Right. Ooh, I doubt oh, no. it. I think Mitt Romney's gonna do what's politically expedient for Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. but I hope I'm wrong.
2: Well, here's the question I have, Dina, and you have, you know, you have firsthand experience of what it's like to, you know, watch Congress in action. Just you've sat there, but you've also lived it. And so what is it going to take? Is it going to take the ship like literally like Titanic style going down before they start jumping? Um, What? Yes. Yes. And the public then, But then it's going to be too late. You've got to have the public hole Well, and, and you know what? I just realized what I said, and then it's going to be too late. But I just don't think it's ever too late for Republicans. They'll jump back on. I have witnessed some of the things that motivate. Uh, and and this is not this is just an observation I, that some of the things that motivate white Republicans to continue to vote Republican. Um, and and there's an inherent racism that sort of fuels that fire. There's a lack of desire to let go of their um, their their standing, obviously, and they view it as a threat. Like if I go and support these people who 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 believe in the rule of law, who to whom justice is the most important um, uh, element in a functioning democratic society, they look at that and say, "Oh my God, no!" But if if we let uh, the illegals in, oh, yeah. or if we actually reach out to black voters and and ask them what they think and what they want, then that the very threat of their existence um, is what is what motivates them to continue to pursue this completely jacked up completely corrupt completely immoral and criminal trump agenda yeah like that to me is that makes my head explode like you're, you're the emoji fan like the head exploding is what i is is how i feel every time i think about that logic yeah um and it's 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 terrifying it's terrifying well you know I mean, to think people, that they're I, the I, ones I, in I, power i
1: don't i don't i you know i i I think there are, um, there is a minority, there are, I, I do think it's a minority of Republican voters who are just outright racist. I don't think it's the majority of them. Uh, it's about, but having said that, the racists sure like Trump, I'll say it that way. Yeah. Okay. They love, they they love him, him, right? They love, they love they, him. They, they love him, of course. And he panders to them. Yeah. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Do I think Trump's a racist? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a misogynist. Absolutely. You know, and so I think that's the part of the basin I said earlier in the show is that that's why I think his behavior, Stephanie, is becoming more and more blatant because I think he's he knows he's he's got to make sure those people vote because they're never right. going to leave him no matter what. As he said, he could literally shoot somebody in downtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. His They're not going to they're not going to turn their backs on him. That's right. right. The cult 45 won't. But when you look at the districts where now these these you know con- members of congress congress critters <laughs> have now said hey i want to i we need that. we ha- must have an impeachment inquiry now these are you know from the districts that trump did overwhelmingly did very poorly in in 2018 and i think is going to be key to victory in 2020 which are your <gasps> suburban districts white women mm-hmm. i mean these were mm-hmm. districts where these are not rural districts where deeply entrenched folks, these are these are more moderate districts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that also probably you know people are probably more in tune with the news a little bit more and you know in current events and things like that in, in some of these other districts yeah. as well. So they're you know they're more likely to say you have more of an even killed viewpoint. You know, these aren't InfoWars watching folks.
0: Right. And then, yeah, as far as this impeachment inquiry goes, and hopefully they'll all be televised, which means I'll never have any life, but because um, <laughs> I'll just be watching them all day long.
1: Uh, Pop I, all of the popcorn.
0: Yeah, Exactly. I think that This is going to be helpful in the general public just because obviously, you know, like for instance, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, I know some people like, for instance, I know somebody I saw last Saturday and I said, did you hear about the whistleblower report? No. They had no <laughs> idea that this was even happening, but I think that um, that's going to change because that this person I'm sure by now has heard that their you know impeachment inquiry is formal, and then as we move forward, I mean there's always going to be a certain amount of the electorate that isn't going to pay attention, but as we as we learned from 2018. You know, we had an historic turnout, which was more like a, uh, a, a general election turnout for the 2018 midterms, and, I, and I'm assuming we're going to see a, a historic turnout that's been predicted by many election, um, you know, people who are in the know, and and they're saying that you know one guy, his name is Michael McDonald is predicting 67% turnout. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's all based on 2018. So Mm -hmm. I think that the fact that we're going to have these impeachment investigations and televised, hopefully that's going to even reach more people, people who haven't really been, maybe they understand politics a little, but this is something that is going to be in their Uh sphere now.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're right. I think televised hearings matter. Yeah. Printed word is mm-hmm. tough. But when you had, that's why the Michael Cohen hearing was such a bombshell. Oh, yeah. Because people saw that and they were like, it's just, it, again, it was literally a scene from, I mean, it looked the way his lawyers were sitting by him. I mean, just like, was literally out of The Godfather. I'm. Yeah. I was sitting there just thinking, this is surreal. Mr. I can't Trump. believe I'm in this right. room right now. I mean, I, 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 told my husband, I said I have to go. This is history. I yeah. have to go to this hearing. I knew it was going to just be bombshell and dramatic, and it was. It was. Yeah. It was just like devastating. It was definitely must-see. And, and I think there's going there will be hearings like that. Yeah. I think that this whistleblower has said, reportedly, he or she. Uh, and Stephanie, I love what you said, (laughs) if it's a she, it'd be sweet. Yeah, it would be.
3: Uh, Whoever this person is,
1: they're a hero, they're a patriot. This person has said that they want to testify to Congress. Woo! Yeah. Uh, That would be, that would be must-see TV. Right. And I think, and there, and there are multiple people involved in this conspiracy that are going to, now Bill Barr himself now is a witness. He is now a witness. And he is part of this, right? And if he's claiming already, oh no, I never spoke with the Ukrainian president. Okay, well, all right, buddy, say it under oath and turn over all your phone records. And then, (laughs) and then, yeah, like that's what's gonna happen. And the Yay. nice thing, too, is that because we have an, we're have we in an impeachment inquiry, I know you asked this, we had so much to talk about at the top of the show, but yeah. what's going to happen? One nice thing about designating this an, an official and a formal impeachment inquiry is now all of these lawsuits, you know, to get like, oh, tax returns and other records. Yeah. The, the courts view this differently when it's under an impeachment inquiry. Yeah because right. now, that now like there is a constitutional right that Congress has to get the records, not just, Oh, we're hunting around, but no, we are doing a formal impeachment inquiry. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Different rules apply. Yeah, Colonia, there's up. more, more expediency and more likely to actually get to, you know, for Congress to actually win and prevail, but do so mm-hmm. in a timely manner before the elections. Wow. This is, this yeah. is,
0: this is good. Yay. Um, you know what? I want to ask you one last question before you dash off. Um, Do you have any favorites for 2020?
1: I definitely have a favorite. Um, I'm not saying that publicly as yet, okay. but well, I will say that my favorite is doing really well right now.
3: So.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think your favorite uh, is our favorite. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, you know, I I am a progressive liberal. Yeah. I want somebody who is a, a champion for working class folks, yeah. who um, is not a champion for corporate. I mean, I'm not anti corporate America. I'm a. I am work in biotech. I, I think it's great that we have a thriving economy and, um, that I, so I'm not, I, you know, I am not a socialist. I am not. I'm yeah. a progressive liberal proud of that. Um, and I think that, you know, the candidate I love has stretched that right balance. I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> for sure.
1: We, yeah, lo- we, we love, love
3: her,
0: her too, be. Dina. And we're all going to be dancing with feather boas when this is over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely. Hey, thanks so much for having me on the show. It was so much fun. I it hope we can do awesome. it again. Awesome. Oh, we will Thank definitely so do it much, again. Thank you so much, Dina.
0: Dina. Yes. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, ladies. Bye. (laughs) Rock on. She's our kind of girl. Rock the hell on. Oh, my God. This is just crazy, isn't it? I mean, I'm so... You know, let me just say that there was, there is this guy, I don't remember his name, oh God, Blake's mustache, or I can't remember what his name is. Anyway, he's this lawyer. Oh, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's this lawyer on Twitter. So he, he's obviously got a job and he doesn't want people to know who he is, but he has done a lot of threads. He did a thread back in August and it was detailing how the House Democrats have this and how they're playing the long game. And so I thought it was a fascinating um, thread. In his The gist of what he thought would bring Trump down is the Deutsche Bank records. Now, obviously, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there was no nobody knew about the Ukraine situation, and that's just a whole new, whole new level, a whole new level. Like it's, it. Trump is so stupid. You know, I mean, I'm afraid of getting smart Trump at some later date, but at this point in time, we've got stupid Trump who is emboldened. And I've always said that he, he grew up in a bubble, you know, he grew up in the mm-hmm. Trump bubble where he really didn't have to be accountable for anything. In fact, I just watched this interesting, uh, my brother turned me on to this guy who, and I don't remember his name, um, but, and I'll look it up. But or maybe I don't have it anymore, he does these apolitical kind of commentaries on different people. Trump was one of them. So he doesn't, he's not partisan or anything like that. He just tells you the history of Trump. And so, you know, I was listening to it and Trump has always been exactly the same person that he is now, except now he's older and God knows how many drugs he's on. And I don't know that he has dementia, but there's something going on there. Um, he's
2: high, or he's he was hungover this morning at the UN. Yeah, like I and trust me, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, and I'm sorry, I don't. I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But just Go let's for let's, it. let's 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 just um, call it what it is. Yeah, the man is when he when he addresses. Uh, when he's reading off prompters and he's doing like official national, you know, speaking engagements from yeah. the White House or from the from the presidential podium, he is on drugs. Yes, look he at is. his pupils. His pupils are dilated to the ultimate extreme, um, you know his 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 sniffing his (laughs) cotton mouth the weight no those are drug induced behaviors and side effects from using drugs there's no question in my mind because his personality is different when he's standing out talking to the press pool out in front of the white house off the cuff you know doing his craziness he doesn't um and so today from the U.N., I think he looked hungover. He looked exhausted. His pupils were small and pinner style. You could tell that he has light eyes.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: and he, he's more... Uh, when he has to read off of a prompter, They 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 jack him up on drugs. Right. Because that's the only way he can stay on point and actually read from the prompter. And then he sounds... Mm-hmm like a zombie. Yeah, he's so somber.
3: Right? So somber.
2: And and so I I just, I I can't believe that's, like so many of the things in our conversation with Dina um, were like, you know, we can't believe this stuff is happening, that we have an actual criminal who is a traitor to the country, who is working with our biggest foreign adversary to undermine Mm -hmm you know, American society Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and American democracy. Yeah. Like these things are happening. Oh, and also he's on drugs. (laughs) Like this is, this is our reality. Yeah. We've been living with this for three years. Okay. Him is in in the white house for three years. We, this is, this has become our new normal. So what I want to, what I think we need to do is stop talk about the information that we have talk about the reality and then process that and then accordingly say okay we're dealing with a traitor a criminal and a, and and someone who's on drugs mm-hmm. at the top job yeah in the top job in our country yeah
0: and has also been accused of sexual assault by credible multiple things. uh women who are credible including Eugene Carroll and so yeah i mean the, the I just, I'm so curious as to how this is all going to unfold because um, it's, it, you know, I mean, we've had all of these years to become acquainted with what a Trump presidency is and what it means. And then, okay. and the thing is, is that it's not just Trump, it's a Trumpism, right? Right. It's not, uh-huh. you know, once Trump is gone, we still have Trumpism. And, mm-hmm that's going to be difficult to get rid of and i hope that we can figure that out but i mean it's i gotta say i'm definitely excited about um these events unfolding because i I knew this was going to be an interesting week i certainly wasn't i certainly was not expecting uh impeachment announcement from pelosi um so Mm -hmm. so that's really cool but you know something that i do want to address now i have been up until, you know, this week, I have been like, what the fuck is Nancy doing? And sometimes I've been a little frustrated and impatient. I've, I've not attacked her. I, you know, I saw people calling for her resignation and I thought that was ridiculous. Oh, Lord. And, and I wondered, does she have this, um, you know, Ford, you know, what do they call it? 4d chess thing. You know, uh, Grayson just said, that she, you know, we all know that she's not in love with the idea of impeachment. She was there for Bill Clinton. So she understands what it entails and, and all the awfulness of it. But at right. the same time, um, there, has been, there has been so much proof now. But, but this is kind of the way I look at it. Now, like, when I can look back and I can say, all right, before the Ukraine story broke, we, ha- we had the obstruction counts that Mueller listed. We had a bunch of stuff. But you know what? Nobody gave a shit. Republicans Mm -hmm. in power didn't give a shit, they weren't doing anything, nobody was standing up, with the exception of a a few people. Um, And then voters don't care. So they could have gone, you know, we've got one shot with impeachment. And frankly, Mm -hmm. I think it would be better. I think it would be better if we actually don't get to vote on impeachment before the election. Because if, God forbid, if Trump gets in again, we won't get a second chance. And if we're fortunate enough to win back the Senate and keep the House, then we could impeach him through right. that, you know, and, and ask him this, the, the, the Senate can go to him and ask him to leave. And I don't know if they would do that, but we could, we could absolutely impeach him. Um, I think that he's going, you know, if either way, if it happens now or later, he's going to get impeached because the crimes are just too, too bold and too obvious. Um, right. But I mean, I do think you remember, hmm. yeah, no, go ahead. What? no, no, no. We, we
2: talked about this way in the beginning when we were we've been spinning out of control on this, you know, like the minute he took oath, we were like, how the hell do we get him out? Right. Yeah. How does this happen? And here we are three years and a lot of sleepless nights later, a lot of anxiety, a lot of tears, a lot of like, oh, my God, what's happening to my country? You know, Dina said she's a progressive patriot. So am I. And I know you are, too. Like this. This is this is a lot that that we're dealing with. Um and I, you know, there was an interview on Terry Gross with Jonathan LeCare, the author of Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, oh, Spy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This was really early on in this new regime. Um, I refuse to refer to it as a presidency. I'm not going to refer to him as president. I'm just that those things are not because because that's not what's happening. It's a regime. Mm-hmm. And he's not uh, that he's Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, mm-hmm. she asked him, what do you think? Cause he was like, I don't know if he was an M. What is it? Mi six,
0: or yeah, what was? Yeah, what's yeah. Christopher Steele? I can't remember what I know. What you're well, you know about. what I'm saying. Yeah. He's the CIA
2: guy. Right. Anyway, so he, Jonathan LeCare said, I think the way he's gonna go down is there's gonna be so much evidence that's irrefutable for the crimes that he's committed, and we're gonna have we and 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 the powers are going to have irrefutable evidence that his kids are also criminals and that's going to be how they take him down because they're going to go to him and say we aren't going to put you in jail or your kids if you just walk away right Right.
3: now
2: so are we getting to that point i mean there's just there's so much once those deutsche bank records are made Mm -hmm. public and once maxine waters gets her
0: hands on those Like, can you? Oh, my God. And like freaking Maxine is just like she's just like rubbing her hands together, going, come on, bring it on, bring Bring it it on.
2: (laughs) There's there's something else that came up and I saw it on Twitter. Um, uh, You know, remember when when the Senate was interviewing Barr and Kamala Harris said to him, have you Has the president ever asked you or anybody at the White House? To open an investigation into anyone, and Barr stammered, uh, uh, "I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not yeah. sure." And she she pressed him. Remember that beautiful yes. exchange? She's like, "This seems like something you should you should be able to answer." Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, it what what we're finding now is Trump asked um, uh, Voldemort in, in the <laughs> Ukraine. What's his name? It's close to Voldemort. I can't. Anyway, Zelensky? <laughs>
1: okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: right. Okay. And he asked him to open an investigation into um, Biden. Uh, Rudy Giuliani was instructed by the State Department to take this on and work with Ukraine. I mean, like, if, and now it's, I want you to work with the AG to get this done. So of course Barr was asked by the president to open an investigation into somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And he lied he, and lied. he lied. He lied. To the Senate Judiciary Committee about it. Oh my god. I'm sick of these people. Jeez. I'm sick of these people wrecking our country. I know. Ruining our relations with 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 our allies across the globe. Oh my god. To, put, putting people in cages um taking away uh from um meal plans for children in school what is wrong with these people
0: well check it out what is wrong with these people Adam Schiff just called what Trump did a classic Mafia like shakedown of Ukraine's president and a blatant violation of his oath of of his oath of office so wow this is just getting really fucking crazy and I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, you know, I think that we're going to see a level of crazy that we've never seen from coming from Trump and the Republicans. We're going to see panicked, caged animals lashing out. And, you know, yesterday Trump called Nancy Pelosi to see if they could work something out about this whistleblower thing. So and the she du- told him no. Yeah. She, she's like, well, why don't you obey the law fucker? I mean, she didn't say that, but basically that's what she told him. And I think that, um, you know, aside from the crazy that we're going to see, it's just, it's very delightful because as I said to Dina, Democrats now need to jump on this new control of the narrative and not let it go and make Trump be the one who's squirming and answering to us because we have this one moment and we've got it. We've got to keep it. And, and, and Mm -hmm. I want to get to these people. I want to talk to anybody out there who was bashing Nancy. Look, we're, I get it, right? We understand that he did impeachable offenses. I like to kind of liken this to... We are watching a fight. We're watching a good guy beat the shit out of a bad guy. and Or no, I'm sorry. Reverse that. A bad guy who's beating the shit out of a good guy. And we're like, hey, he punched him. Or her. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fill in the blank. But And then nobody does anything. And the cops are standing right there. And they're like, oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but wait, he just kicked her. And... And, and we keep seeing this abuse and mm-hmm. we keep seeing the police just standing there going, I don't know. Fine, we right. gotta wait. We gotta wait for mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And so it is of course extremely frustrating for the public who is a hundred percent aware it's going aware of what's going on, who followed the Mueller report and understands that Trump has committed crimes. But you know, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are in a very, very sticky position because if they fail this, we're done. And then Trump can. And And I don't mean him... It's not failure if he doesn't get kicked out. I As long as he gets impeached, it's a success. So, because okay. I saw Andrew Yang on Rachel last night and he said, yes. you know, he said something like... Um, I don't know how he phrased it, but but basically what he meant is if Trump isn't kicked out, that 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 means impeachment failed. And it's like, no, it does not mean impeachment failed. It it just means, as we all know, the Republicans are never going to do that. Right. But the whole point is to have this inquiry and have public testimony and to inform the public so that people are aware of what Trump's doing. So there was a lot of a lot of anger, which I totally get coming from Democrats, but sometimes it was a little bit irrational. It's easy to point your fingers at Nancy Pelosi and these people and say you should do this and backseat drive Congress. This woman has been the Speaker of the House before. She was the Speaker of the House in 2006, and only until the Tea Party got in did she, you know, was she, did she have to go? And that's because Democrats did not bother to vote in 2010 after they, you know, had this false sense of well, Obama's the president and you know, we're going to be fine. And of course we lost. So she lost her seat, but now she's back and everybody was all cheering for her initially. And and then they turned on her. I never turned on her. I was not sure what to make of, of what was happening. So I think we should use this as an opportunity to kind of chill and not, not go to knee jerk reactions because we don't know what they know. We don't know the pressure they're under. We understand it to a degree, but we're not sitting, we're not standing in their shoes. So I just think that uh, people need to, it's not that you have to automatically give your trust over, but just be patient. Watch what's going to happen. It's not over till it's over. And look what just happened. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we got this thing land, but but, but all that stuff that happened prior to this, nobody fucking cared about. So would it have, what would have happened? Democrats still could have impeached him, but would it have that same oomph? Now we've got the oomph. Now we've got Republicans who are going, mm, this doesn't look good. So we'll, you know, we'll see what happens as we, as we ramp up to the election. Um, but for right now, I think we're going we're gonna to end the show and we're going to go over to end another thing. Um, Mm -hmm, Make sure mm -hmm. to follow Steph on Twitter. What are your two Twitter handles?
2: Oh, certainly,
0: certainly. (laughs) Um,
2: At at Lady Brain Show. And then at Steph for Oakland.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. And then, of course, I know I'm at author Kimberly. And by the way, thank you to everybody who has donated to Steph's campaign. Um, Yes. And I'm Um. I'm including the link to uh, her her campaign in the text of the Patreon um, description. So make sure you visit that. And
2: so kind. I do, uh, you know, we, we said it last time. Um, it's a shocker to me. I'm shocked, but my heart is warmed by this shock. It's like, I cannot believe people who come out and make donations and in support. They've never met me. They just believe in electing um, progressive women and and i i can't tell you how much that support means to me it literally like i just had to buy another batch of t-shirts wow. And I pay for all that stuff. I buy my right. rally signs with this. This is like, this is what's fueling the campaign. And in a campaign, when, when people are running against incumbents, it's really, it's tough to unseat an incumbent. But I think I've started early enough and I'm getting the word out there. And I've got, my whole block has rally signs. I just drove down the street after taking my kid to school the other morning. I, I drove past someone's house, never met him before. And they had a rally sign in the window. So oh, it's so cool. working, it's this, it's this early love. And the early, you know, the early work, and I am exhausted. I bet I bet but you are. But I get, I, I check my Act Blue donation link like a manic depressive about four hundred and fifty <laughs> times a day, and I see names I've never ever seen before in my life. Sometimes it's five, sometimes it's thirty. sometimes you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, I, there, I'm going to just say, and I'm not going to name names because that would be wrong. Um, but I've had two. $100 donations wow. after our podcast like you can't wow, imagine that's so what that does for the for me for my soul and then for the campaign like right. it's, it's legit it's what keeps it going so thank you sorry I talked too much no 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 no
0: no that's okay all right so um stay tuned and and hang out for end another thing uh be sure to leave comments because we love the comments and and we'll just we'll see you next week